So there you are, Rabbi. How you doing? I'm good tonight, Joe. What's happening? I was wondering, at one point or another, my mother had five children that survived and three or four miscarriages. And as you know, Catholics are not allowed to do the deed unless it is for the purpose of making baby Catholics. And she wanted to know, because her doctor was concerned about her health, whether or not she could be in a marital way with her husband, my father, uh, and use birth control. And she went to the priest and asked the priest for permission to do that. And the priest, good guy that he was, said, sure, you can do that. And so I never asked her while she was alive. She told me this story and I wondered, what is it that about religion, no matter what our urges, what our intellectual knowledge and understanding of life and reality is, that we still need permission from our spiritual leaders to do things that we want to do. What a wonderful, Joe, that's a great story and a great question. Throughout my entire career, I've heard it, seen it, been asked over and over again. And it's always been something, something in the back of my mind, something I've thought about. We as human beings somehow need authority. We somehow need someone to tell us what to do. Even if we don't do what they tell us, we still need someone out there. And of course, God becomes the ultimate out there, but God's answers aren't always clear. And so you come to God's representative. Voila, the rabbi, the priest, the minister, the imam. And so as a representative of the one, people come and ask questions because they want permission to do something. Many times they even know what the religion says, but they don't like the answer, or they want to negotiate, or they want to bargain. In the end, it, what, why I find it fascinating is just do it, just do it. Why do you need my permission? Or why do you need me to tell you your religion says it's okay? Just do it. And this a need within us uh, to have the authority, to have the one approve mommy, daddy. We want, we want mommy to be proud of us. We want daddy to like us. Well, we don't want to go to hell or we don't want to uh, break the laws because we see, want to see ourselves as good representatives of our faith. Or we're, we fear punishment too. I know that. But I, I think even, even the most intellectual of whatever religion you're talking about that does not take divine punishment seriously, they don't go outside with a lightning rod over their heads because they're afraid a thunderbolt is gonna cast them aside. They still, there is that affirmation that they want to have. And what are we, what, what is that? Remember that in Judaism, there is no heaven or hell. In fact, in Christianity, hell didn't exist till Dante Allegori wrote the Inferno and people picked up on it. There was no hell. So this idea of 
punishment was totally created by people in power <clears throat> to have control over other people. So there's no such thing. So to think that you're going to hell or going to some place, totally made up, totally made up. But I think you're onto something when you say we want validation from a higher authority. And I think that's what's happening here as human beings, no matter how free thinking we think we are, no matter how much reading we do, in the end, we want approval for our actions, we want approval from a recognized authority. And that's why people gravitate towards organizations that are scientific, that are unscientific, that are against, that are for. People don't want to stand alone. They want to be in the group. We're social beings, Joe. And along with that goes a leader and the need for an authority. And I think that's, I think you've hit on it right there because we're, we are herd creatures. We don't want to be the one standing out in the field by ourselves because the wolves will come and, and have us for dinner. But I've seen so many times the rationalizations that people come up with. Yeah, I ate meat on Friday during Lent, but it was, it was, a, it was a cow and it looked like a fish. Or he was standing in the water and I caught him with a hook. So it was okay to eat him or even more absurd rationalizations like that with, you know, it, I know it was my cousin, but God blessed our marriage because we love one another, uh, things like that. And, and, and we can't seem to let that go. We, we need that last little touchstone to hold on to. And that's really a shame, Joe, <clears throat> because we're losing spirituality, we're losing the value of the religion. So you ate meat on Friday, just you ate meat on Friday and you enjoyed it, <clears throat> okay. You didn't follow one of the church's teachings that as it turns out was changed, was grounded in the economy, wasn't grounded in the teachings of the original church, but put aside where it came from. It was a church doctrine, a teaching. And so <clears throat> just be honest. Okay, I, I didn't keep kosher on Tuesday. I had a, some bread during Passover, no rationalization. Just let's be honest with ourselves and say, I did. And I understand what I did. And I understand why the holiday has me do these rules. And I find that if I stick to the path, stay on the road, I have a spiritual connection and I'm happier. And if I deviate, I'm not as happy. I feel dissatisfied. So live with the feeling. Hey, there's another key there. We don't want a, that feeling of disquietude, of disconnection. We want to feel it was okay. You know, there's nothing wrong with feeling bad. You know, there's nothing wrong with making a mistake. Um, I made a mistake once. I, but I don't remember when. So it's, I don't believe it. It's hard to remember, but given we all do. So why not just admit, I didn't follow these rules. I understand them. I understand why I didn't. Now I have to make a decision. Maybe that religion isn't for me. Not everyone should go into the cloistered life. Not everyone should go into the clergy. Not everyone should be, even though there are those out there that believe all of us should be their religion. They don't believe we should be one religion. They believe we should be their religion. 
the reality is everything doesn't work for everybody. And so maybe at one point you want to say, rather than rationalizing, the religion is no longer helping me connect with God or helping me feel spiritual. So it's time to change. Nothing well, wrong with that. Not to throw you a curve, but isn't this leading to the dissolution of religion that people feel it has to be orthodox and have rules and people have to follow the structure and if they don't feel like following the structure they just leave the religion altogether they can't let that i can be jewish and still have a bacon cheeseburger i can be catholic and have a bacon cheeseburger on a friday or good friday or, or any one of those a, days that would be a very good friday for you to do that it's you're absolutely right. It's a matter of us making our choices because a lot of religion is cultural. You know, when you talk about Jewish food, it's Polish food, it's Russian food, it's Ukrainian food, it's Eastern European, it's Middle Eastern, it's hummus. So when you talk about food, many, much of it is culture. Corned beef and cabbage coming from Boston. And it's not Irish Catholic food, it's Boston food. So there's a difference between cultural and the, I don't know, say there's a difference. No, religion has many aspects. I take that back. There's a cultural aspect to religion. There's a spiritual aspect. There's a number of different aspects. So at this time in your life, you're focusing on the cultural aspect. Doesn't mean religion's bad. It doesn't mean we're getting rid of it. It just means at this time in my life, what I need is more of the culture. And often growing up in Boston, I found that the culture was Polish, Italian, Irish, all of them Catholics, but they didn't go to the other churches because it was cultural for people. And that was as important as what went on with the mass. If the, since the mass is the mass, why didn't the Italian Catholics go to the Irish Catholic Church? They did not. They didn't go to the Polish Catholic Church. They did not. The Mass is the Mass. And it was in Latin in those days. It's because culture is very important and maybe as important as the rituals. So let's not pitch, let's not set religion opposed to culture. They're one and the same. They overlap each other. And it's where we are with our lives and how you connect and what's important at that time. Well, I know what's important to me, Rabbi. Your good advice and your insight into our day-to-day -day interaction with religion, with life, and with everything around it, not to mention your impressive library. Thank you very much, Joe. And uh, I look forward to seeing you again. <laughs>